Okay, time out. What's up? What was that? Mr. Speaker. Time for a boop boop. Hi. Welcome to our Tuesday afternoon boop boop. My name's T-Bone. I'm joined by Brittany Zapshala. Hello. Of Brit's Picks. Stephen McGuire of Stephen McGuire Live. Hi, how are you doing? And I'm T-Bone of the Sound Lounge. So welcome to it. This is the boop boop. So in case this is your first boop boop, here's what it is. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be going into our community, into Saskatoon, finding those interesting people that really make our city tick. And uh, does that sound accurate, Stephen? Is it that- does sound accurate. You know, it's the boop boop. It's kind of big, but it's going to be awesome. Well, and I think that that's what we find the more we visit with everybody is everybody's got that secret identity, that secret boop boop to their life. That's right. Absolutely. And we're here to dig it up and put it on display for the city <laughs> to hear. Yep. Sound reasonable? Absolutely. Okay, so let's let's find out a little more about you, Brittany. Tell us where it started for you because this whole media thing is not new. One magical night in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. Yorkton. 1978. No, I won't take you back that far. Um, I got the theater acting music bug in high school. Always sang competitively, did the music festival thing, joined band, choir. That's right, I was a band geek. I played the flute. a girl. Cool. Let the band camp jokes uh, follow. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I uh, got the entertainment bug. Um, decided I was going to go to theater school. Asked the graduates, some of the older students that were taking us on a tour, what are you going to do after school? And they said, well, audition. And it was no, like, I'm going to star on Broadway or I'm yep. going to have my own show or whatever. It's I'm going to start auditioning. And it scared the bejeebus out of me. Yeah. The idea that you could go through four years of school and then you would just have to start looking for they jobs. They promised nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, right? Totally. So anyway, I, uh, I got scared, came home. So I actually fell into journalism because I got cold feet in theater. Um, but my love of performing arts and music and theater and everything like that has always been a part of my life. Appreciating what it really takes to put that entertainment on the stage, to be a performer full-time. After journalism school, got hired on quickly with CBC, spent 16 years of my life there, um, have two wonderful children, and after having my second, my husband works primarily on the road and just decided... I needed a life change, something that would allow me the flexibility to do what I love to do, which is talk to artists and people in the community, but at the same time be there for my family when they needed to go to swimming lessons or be picked up. So I uh, kind of invented myself. I do video trailers. I have a syndicated column on CTV Morning Live, and I do some writing for the Saskatoon Star Phoenix. You're a proverbial buffet of goodness. (laughs) I've still kept one foot in the performing arts. By that, I help people get their art out to the public. I tell their stories. And is that what you're doing now? That is what I'm doing now, yeah. BritsPicks.com. I really just tell people what's going on in Saskatoon, what they should take in, and why they should see it. See, that's so cool because of that insight. When you think about auditioning, right, and you think about that just going, oh my God, I'm going to go through four years of training and be promised nothing. And I think about a place in New York that's a restaurant and it's called, I think I want to say it's called Ellen's Diner. Mm-hmm. And everybody that serves in there are all Broadway performers yeah. who are out of work. So they really? sing. So they're, they're like more coffee and then they go in the Les Mis. Or they go, 
whatever, and then they're showing you pictures. Here's me and Mama Me, and here's me and and the the joke in London is how do you get an actor off your doorstep by the pizza, <laughs> right? Because it's like you know, it's like they're like every like it's so competitive. I think it's a tough road for anybody, and I mean we're all ver- very various and sundries self-employed you know whether you're an, an actor or a publicist or you know a sound technician i mean we are all it's all a hustle it's a whole different skill it is yeah. completely different yeah steven hi who are you tell these people who you are we know who you are who but like the, the nice thing about these little conversations is we're learning we're going a little deeper we're getting into your boop boop well, we're getting into your boot, but we want to tie into Yorkton because my wife's from Yorkton. We met in Ireland. She was on an internship. Talk about a thread. Tara, she went for a job at Husky Athletics and they said, no, you need international experience. And that's why I'm in this country because she ended up working with my sisters for the Belfast Giants. I met her eventually. And uh, here we are today. We've been together 14 years, married 10, two, two children, five years old, one years old, two boys. And I just think... What a crazy journey because like like I was ever gonna live in Canada. You know, you know, yeah, it's amazing where your life can take him a musician, um, but kinda husband and father first. My son can fall asleep at the Saskatoon axe on the midway. But if I put him in bed at night and I sneak out like a ninja turtle, the slightest creak on a floorboard and he's up like a salmon and I'm going, how is that possible, <laughs> right? I love the hidden camera footage of parents trying to get out of their child's bedroom at night. You know, it's like it's like they're like like bank robbers or burglars or something. Like you're just trying to sneak out, you know? Who are you, T-Bone? Tell us about you. What's going on in your world? I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy that plugs in the mics. I don't need. Uh... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> mic on, mic off. Now who's T-Bone? How much time do we have? You're almost out. Hurry up. Hard drive's getting full. Hard drive's getting full. Okay. Uh, well, I also was a band geek. I love music and everything related to it. I had a couple of uncles that were drummers and singers, and I wanted to be a drummer and a singer. And my parents convinced me to do something after high school that was music related, but uh, that had a steady income instead of being in a band. So I took audio engineering, got a job at Rolco Radio, worked there for 19 years as a senior producer, creating radio ads, uh, radio imaging, and then from that went out on my own, started a studio called The Sound Lounge, and that has allowed me to expand into doing audio for media, TV, movies, documentaries, uh, web work, uh, internal presentations, corporate video, and uh, now I'm working with all kinds of new uh, advertising agencies, video production companies, and uh, creative uses of audio like uh, sound design for theater and animation and all kinds of exciting new uh, fun audio applications. But it all started in radio and uh, it was kind of fun. I did a little bit of on-air stuff and uh, you know as uh, you're on the air in a city where you grew up, uh, you kind of get to know the community and feel tied to the community. But, uh, I mean, Stephen, you moved away from home. I mean, you were from Ireland. And uh, what was it like for you when you came here? You started doing concerts. You started doing flood relief concerts. You're on TV. You're in the media. People are getting to know you. Like, what was that like? you were in a boy band for a while, too, Well, you see, I was going to talk about that first because the, the, the boy band thing was a strange thing because we opened for a band called Westlife. And Westlife were huge at the time, and the tour was called Unbreakable. And I'll never forget being very aware of the time because I had to get the last bus home because we had no money. And we were performing to 10,000 people a night opening the show. 
So we would be getting teddy bears thrown at us and and then running to get the bus home. <laughs> so, so, Girls so mobbing you. You. You, went, you went from an arena in Belfast running over the bridge. There's I, a I sitcom in this somewhere. Yeah, honestly, yeah. honestly. And then sitting on the bus and then like being like, all right, how are you? Oh, how'd your day go? Good. You know, and it was just literally, that was weird, eh? literally an hour before, just yeah, that was very strange, you know. Cool. And then you come here and just to concerts and stuff, and yeah, it was awesome. I'd watch Bob Geldof on a massive scale do these charity concerts, raise a lot of money, and I thought on a microscopic scale we could do something. And it started in Yorkton again because Yorkton got buried, Yorkton got wiped out, and their water table's still so high, right? And I was like, well, you know, how hard could it be? We'll see what happens. You get a stage, you put people on it. And I remember driving up the Third Avenue United Church and there was a lineup around the block and there were outside broadcast vehicles and all of this stuff. I've, I got super emotional about that because I just thought this was just like an idea that could have fell on its face. Everybody could have said no. Everybody could have been like, yeah, whatever, who, who are you? Right, because I hadn't been doing much here, really. And that was just huge. I said more about the community than any individual. I just think it's a really a great community vibe and everybody gets behind things. There's a, there's just so much goes on here that hopefully we'll shed a light on on the boop boop. Yeah, <laughs> back, it circles back to the boop boop. All right, well, it's question period. It's time for the questions. Yes. Ask the question and then you point to who you want to answer it. Pointing <laughs> furiously at Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, whose autographs have you collected? You won't believe the answer. Snooker players. Really? I know this is so random. This you just is mentioned so... Bob Geldof and now no, we're circling no, no, to no. snooker players. Hey, hang on a sec. I oh, love no. playing snooker. Oh, no. <laughs> I like curling, but it's not. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Oh, no, no, but... Here's why. My granddad took me to like a master's championship or whatever and then snooker shack's awesome anyway (laughs) so there was the world championship snooker and i'll never forget i got the referee to say to me quiet please i was pumped because i was opening a packet of chips (laughs) and i'm like i'm 10 feet away from alex higgins i'm 10 feet away from steve davis all of these they were the first autographs i had snooker never got a musician's autograph what never Never asked. Because you're always kind of working and just didn't want to be that guy because... You didn't want to make it weird. I know we're having supper, but could you sign this for me? You like, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> you know, like, honestly. And I know we're singing a song together later tonight, but would you mind signing this yeah, for me? Yeah, I've never been on it, but I just remember Snooker having an autograph book with Snooker. So random. Yeah, yep. so good random. question. It's a great question. All right. Oh, hey, Debo, this is for you. Uh-oh. How often do you read your horoscope? Do you believe there's any truth to it? And what's your sign? I'm an Aries. The ram, I think, is the picture. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I think it. we just answered the question. I think we did next. Someone sent me a horoscope a couple weeks ago that said I needed to buy a new fridge. <laughs> was it in a Sears catalog? No, it was like some horoscope fridge. <laughs> yeah, the Sears blowout sale. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany, you're up. On a scale of 1 to 10, how well do you sing? About an eight. Wow. Maybe. Um, What do you like to sing? How did this... I sing currently with the Joy of Vox, 
which is a 230-piece choir wow. led by the one and only B.J. Harris of Streetniks fame. I accidentally called him B.J. Thomas the other day. <laughs> no, he didn't take Thomas. it well. No. It was an honest mistake. It was an honest mistake. Yeah, um, I every time I go to choir rehearsals, I have to hold myself back to not fangirl because I was a huge Streetniks fan when I was in <laughs> junior high. All I could hear was the lion sings tonight or Africa, like all of those songs that they did the the uh, acapella arrangements for. Please just do a little bit of choreography. Uh, we're gonna have to have a little theme song here oh, with you two. Oh god! I'll play a little drum and you guys can sing something. Well, I'll sing an har- a two-part harmony. That's it. There you what go. could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Why, why, are, why are we doing this, guys? Does, any, does anybody have any thoughts on why this show exists or what we're trying to do with it? I think when people are interviewed, it's really cut and dry because they're talking about a specific thing. You know, we're here to we're here to advertise our album. We're here to advertise our book. We're here to talk about our website or our Facebook right. page or whatever it is. And sometimes people don't get the time to uncover all the other good stuff, right? You know, like Brittany's talking about, you know, the stuff in the shadows, the quirkiness, the strangeness. We want to hear about it, right? Yes. We want to dig into yeah. it. The sticker, the autograph, you know, whatever whatever it is, <laughs> whatever makes this person tick, you know, it's, it'd be cool to know why they do what they do. Thank you for joining us. More information on our Facebook page, YXE Boop Boop. Podcast produced by Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Website, thesoundlounge.ca. See you next time.